Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. All right, welcome back. Glad you are listening. Today, we have a challenging topic to cover together. Uh, Paul is continuing on in his list of virtues for the church to embrace or to put on, to use his language in verse 12. And remember, since we are united to Christ, he's saying that we are to look and act like Christ. And to help us do that, Paul gives us a list of virtues that marked Christ, and he's telling us that these should also then mark us. And today is a great one, a challenging one, I think, because we are going to be looking at the virtue of patience. So let's read the verse and hone in then on patience. This is Colossians 3, verse 12. Put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. How do you most often respond to others? Think about the close relationships in your life. Maybe your parents or siblings best friends, a spouse, your children, close co-workers. When you are most yourself, how do you tend to respond to people most frequently? Do you think that people around you would say that you are marked by a response of patience? When situations arise or people share things with you or you're in a stressful situation, Do you respond often with a level of patience? For me personally, I think a lot of times I can be patient with many people, but with the people closest to me, I can lose a bit of that patience. Does that ever happen to you? You know, part of the reason that that happens is because I think I am most myself in front of the people most closest to me. You know, I can usually be fairly self-controlled in my responses in random situations, often if it's around people I don't know super well. But the closest people where I'm most myself, a lot of responses are not marked by a slow, controlled, calm patience. But Paul here in Colossians 3.12 says that if we are to be marked by our union with Christ, our lives should be marked with patience. Now, unlike some of these other concepts we've talked about, I'm assuming that we have a pretty good idea of what it is when we hear the word patience. You know, some Bible words and ideas are a little tough to nail down. This one I think we have a fairly good grasp on. You know, patience is a controlled response to someone. It's the opposite of being quick to anger, or it's the opposite of rage. Think of someone who has road rage, or maybe that person might be you. What happens there is that something happens in the present moment that causes you to respond in a rage very quickly. You know, someone cuts you off and rage immediately comes out. Someone's driving 10 miles an hour too slow in front of you and rage quickly comes out. It's being quick-tempered. But Paul is calling us to a controlled response of patience. You know, we've already talked about earlier in chapter three, the idea of putting away rage or unhealthy, unnecessary wrath. 
Well, these are responses that often come quickly in our sin. But Paul is saying in community, in our relationships, we must be able to respond with a controlled calm, a patience toward others or situations around you. Not being quick to anger or anxiety, but being slow to anger, being quickly calm. And once again, as with all of these, this is how we are to live because this is who Christ is. Christ walked on the earth, not in a hurried, quick-tempered, chaotic rage, ever. He walked with control. He walked with calm. He walked in patience. And honestly, if any person on earth had a reason not to be patient, it would be Jesus Christ. Read through the Gospels. People are constantly after him. He's constantly misunderstood. Situations rarely go smoothly for him. But he was never quick-tempered. Christ lived as a perfect example of patience in life. As interruptions happened in his day-to-day ministry, he responded in a controlled, calm patience. As his followers didn't understand his parables and teachings, he responded in a controlled, calm patience. As he was falsely accused before a council that was judging him, he responded in a controlled, calm patience. And let me just take one moment here again to stop and ask, is that how you view Christ? When you think of Christ, do you see him as quick to anger? Maybe specifically, do you see him as quick to anger at you? Do you think that when you screw up or you sin and fall short, that he is responding in a type of road rage mentality toward you? I mean, think about this. Even when he did get angry, it wasn't a quick, uncontrolled anger. Think about the scene in the temple. He flipped tables. He drove people out. There was a righteous anger there, but we see no indication that this was him flying off the handle. He simply did it because it was fulfilling his role as the Messiah. His anger was a righteous, controlled anger after years of patience toward these practices. And that is the same toward you. He is patient. He is controlled and calm. He doesn't flip out toward you every time you screw up. He patiently walks with you toward holiness. And because that is true of him, it becomes true of his people. So let's end today maybe asking or even dreaming for a moment together. Ask yourself this, what would a community of patience look like? Think about your marriage your church, your family, your small group? What would it look like to have no quick tempers, no out-of-control anger? What would it be like to respond to one another with a deep spirit of patience, of a controlled calm? Friends, that is possible in Christ, and it must begin in you. Before you want others to grow in patience, we must commit to patience ourselves. If you want to be a part of a community of patience, it has to begin with you. So here's what I need to do right now and what I would encourage you to do right now as you listen to this. Simply take a few moments and consider that relationship or situation that you most often struggle with impatience and simply pray. Let's ask God's Spirit to help us that we may grow in patience 
And may that growth then spur one another on so that we together can be communities of patience. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace. Peace.